Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. I'm John Martin. And I'm Dean Riverman. And I'm Sam Hughes. Yeah, if you didn't figure it out, we are back for our second annual Star Wars Nerd Fest here on the Tech Connect Podcast. We are going to get into a little bit about Sam's relationship with Star Wars. She's kind of the newbie on the episode this year. We're going to talk about what happened at the end of last season on Mandalorian. We're going to get into Star Wars Visions, talk about what's coming in the future of Star Wars, and maybe what the future of Star Wars should or shouldn't be from a trio of nerd fans. It's time to plug in and get connected. Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. It's time to get connected. All right, folks. Uh, yes, we're back. We're we're having fun. We are. This this is our favorite episode of the year, let's be honest. Nothing against all of our other fantastic <laughs> guests, all the cool stuff we talk about on the channel, but look, yeah. we're nerds. We like to talk about nerdy stuff, yeah. and we love Star Wars. We have to decompress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is where we get to let loose and just have a fun, straight-up fun podcast here at the end of the year. We did this last year. Everybody seemed to like it. We loved it. So, mm-hmm. hey, we're just going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, first of all, let's start with Sam. Sam Hughes, uh, Blue Star's resident digital media marketing person, writer, PR extraordinaire. <laughs> Thanks. Anything we ask Sam to do, Sam does for us, and we appreciate her for that. And resident youngster? What, what a yeah, millennial? I guess, yeah, really. yeah. I mean, I, now that you're married and everything, we can't, you know. Yeah. Can't poke as much. <laughs> Not as much fun at you anymore, yeah, on that front. But younger than us. Let's just put it us. that way. Yes. Uh, I will also point out that our producer, Marco, who does not seem to want to ever be on camera, but he is on mic today. Yes. Say hello, Marco. Hello. Yes. So he's going to weigh into. He did our last episode last year. Absolutely. He's a big Star Wars geek too. So yeah. we wanted his input on some of this stuff. But I'm going to start off with Sam here, since you are kind of new to this discussion with us. Uh, what's your relationship with Star Wars? We talked about our own last year. You know, obviously you are younger, mm-hmm. so I'm sure the prequels, you know, were kind of the thing. You know, when you were pretty young. But tell us about your relationship with Star Wars, how you got into it, and and kind of you know how you feel about it now. Yeah. So I'm one of four. I'm the oldest, and I was the three of us girls forever and then my parents had a boy and he was the baby and he was spoiled and so everything he kind of got into we just like embraced as a family we went on trips for him we watched countless movies for him and just made it our personalities rather and so he eventually got into star wars and that was like our life he had all the lego setups he had all the video games we watched everything we played it i think honestly he would start empire strikes back the same time every day because every time I got home from school it was like the (laughs) same scene and I and for a while I was like I feel like I've only seen this one 15 second scene I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna invest in it and so we started watching it with him and engaging with things that he was like really into like Boba Fett and he's super excited for that um, Disney Plus spinoff so um, yeah it really just kind of started with him and then when I met Chris my husband um He's a super Star Wars nerd. I mean, all his things are basically my things. This is his that I like <laughs> shrunk down to fit me. Um, Which for those of you that can't see, it's a Christmas. Yeah, uh, a Star Wars Christmas sweater. sweater. Yes. Hoth, sweet Hoth. There you go. There you Love go. it. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah, and we just, all of our friends are 
you know, nerds to that capacity. So it's fun. There you go. You know, I like the fact that, you know, most people, if they would talk about like a youngest sibling who was spoiled and got everything, there'd be a lot of resentment in that conversation. No. <laughs> you actually sounded like you were like, yeah, we love this kid. He's awesome. We all got on board with his stuff yeah. and got we into Star Wars. We all became more culturally like with it. Like That's our cool. movie categories and things that he got into, we were like, oh, awesome. <laughs> nice. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, originally, when I was talking about doing this episode, we were going to do like kind of a deep dive into the original trilogy. Yes. But as I started putting together the talking points, I was like, man, I'm like, there's just so much stuff to talk about about new Star Wars that's happened over the last year and what's to come that I think we can easily fill out. We had some cliffhangers last year, didn't we? Well, we did. They're going to do the announcements and whatnot. That's a good point. Yeah. Before, when we recorded last year's, it was maybe a couple weeks before. It was, there was maybe two or three episodes of The Mandalorian left for the season. Correct. And they were some of the biggest episodes Correct. which we'll talk about in a moment yeah. um, by the way spoiler alerts in this yeah, show if you haven't watched it we will be yeah. spoiling the end of the mandalorian season two we will Sorry. be spoiling a little bit of star wars visions star wars in general um <laughs> if you if you are someone who my thing is like i don't know how you can be just someone who just like may be interested in star wars and may not you've probably taken a stand on where you are with yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. if for some reason you haven't watched some of the newest stuff yeah we will have some spoilers about some of that mm-hmm. uh but yeah there was all these new announcements that were coming up like i think maybe a week or so after we recorded that is when disney had a huge uh disney lucasfilm had a huge um press you know yeah, discussion yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. they announced all these new series and movies that were mm-hmm. on the way mm-hmm. Uh, that some of which is coming fairly soon, some of which is falling by the wayside. We'll get into that too. So yeah, so let's start off with the Mandalorian though, because yep. Yep. we we had a good discussion about that last year and where we were, and we were talking mm-hmm. about some of the stuff that we knew was coming. Mm-hmm. So in the last few episodes from where we left off, one Ahsoka was introduced. Yes, um, and I mentioned which on I think uh, you fond over. Oh yeah, I mentioned last like, oh, year. Ahsoka gosh. Tano is one of my absolute favorite Star Wars characters, yeah. if not my favorite. Sam, I think you are pretty oh, big fan a of her too. She's badass. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. This is someone that, for those of us, I know, Dean, you're not as heavily immersed that you haven't watched this, some of the cartoons. Correct. But for you know, those who have watched the Clone Wars cartoon and Rebels, she's a prominent figure in both of those shows. Just an exceptionally cool character. The lightsabers that Sam lit up at the beginning of the episode uh, are, are her lightsabers, actually. She, she dual wheels. She has one that's kind of a more short, daggery one. Mm-hmm. She was Anakin Skywalker's apprentice. So she was his Padawan during the Clone Wars that he trained. And then at some point she kind of broke off from the Jedi, you know, the the overall Jedi Council, kind of mm-hmm. left things, became a gray Jedi, mm-hmm. as we referred to it, and went off on her own. Mm-hmm. Well, she was introduced in The Mandalorian, played by Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool episode. She was the one who told us that Baby Yoda's name is Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> we yes. finally got his name. We, we still call him Baby Yoda, but he's Grogu <laughs> is his actual name. Uh, and that led into a series of events where... Uh, the Mandalorian took him to commune with the Jedi and, you know, reach out through the Force to find another Jedi. Uh, he ended up getting kidnapped by the Imperial forces that were still out there. And at the end of the season, in this big battle um, where they were trying to, to get him back, uh, Luke Skywalker showed up in the final episode to to bring Grogu with him to to train him, which was very unexpected. No one really thought that was. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew something big was going to happen, mm-hmm. and we 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 kind of <laughs> the figured. Theories. Yeah, we had all these theories about what Jedi might show up. I don't think any of us really expected it to be him, but they did a digitally de-aged Mark Hamill to show up, kick some butt, uh, destroy a bunch of droids, and take Grogu away at the very end. Yes. So in in epic form. Yeah. I mean, not just destroy some droids. They're oh, the yeah. dark. They're the dark stormtroopers, right? Or yeah. The yeah, like dark stormtroopers or dark it, troopers or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the ones you can't blow. I, I, I found the whole thing very satisfying. I mean, the whole lead up to it was like, 
it was just juicy, right? Yeah, I mean, just yeah. the, the story was just evolving and everything that you just mentioned, you know, reaching out through the forest to find somebody is like, well, what's going to happen here? Just the drama around that. Yep. And then the single X-Wing fighter comes through and it's like, yep. ooh, yep. it's like that, that tingling started. Now, like, did any of you really honestly at that point assume that it was no, Luke? Or you, were you just kind of like, I don't know what's happening I definitely here. did, I think. Did you? Oh, you did? Because when they were, they, Bo-Katan and everyone in the room was like, oh, great, one X, you know, awesome, right, right. sweet. They're like, that's going to help. Here comes right. our rescue. And then uh, Chris and I like looked at each other at like six in the morning when we watched it because I made him wake up so early to watch it. So I wouldn't have to come to work and you all would be like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? And I was like, no. So we, I like, he sleepily turned to me and we were like, Luke, like we knew. We just yep. totally oh, knew. All right. I think it was funny. I got to watch it. It was, I was actually off that day because my son had had uh, surgery and had some eye surgery that day and he was passed out on the couch which is the other reason i got to watch this because otherwise he would have been demanding muppet babies or something right. you know? <laughs> yeah. he's actually getting into star wars now oh, well there you go but at the time he wouldn't have been interested in that and so i'm sitting there watching my wife who is not really a star wars person she'll watch some stuff here and there but like she's not really a big into it and that moment happened when he stepped down my wife goes you're excited right now aren't you? i'm like oh yeah like you have no idea how excited i am about this um they, i will also point out they they brought boba fett into those yes. last few episodes yes uh so you know we had already been hinted at boba fett i remember telling you like that they'd already hinted at him earlier in the season because they showed mm. the guy who played the Django fett clone in the prequel trilogy, mm -hmm. which was made to assume that that was with Boba Fett, even though we'd never seen Boba Fett without his armor in the old movies. Mm -hmm. So he was finally brought in, you know, as well, ended up working with the Mandalorian. They worked together in order to... So I got to ask you, because I'm not that deep on Boba Fett, we learned a little bit more about him in The Mandalorian, right, that we didn't know coming up to this? Not or? too much, really. I mean, like, all we know is he survived the Sarlacc right. on Tatooine, apparently. And his armor, at some point, he'd lost his armor. I don't know if he lost right. it in that or not. I assume this new series that's coming will get a, some backstory well, about what course. happens between Yeah, them. yeah, 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 yeah. But, but prior to this, though, I mean, it just seemed no, like... No, not, no, not... Yes. Re, well, Wars, we'd, had, we'd had young Boba Fett in the prequels mm -hmm. with his father, Jango. Mm -hmm. You saw his father get killed and, like, he was all bitter about it. Now, the Clone Wars cartoon did have some stuff with uh, young Boba Fett okay. as well. Gotcha. Not really anything like, super significant. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Just kind of like a little bit of what he was doing after that. The path mm -hmm. he goes down. Because he kind of yeah. gets involved with some like crime syndicates. And he's yeah, like right. a boss lord. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> directing people at like 12. <laughs> Which <laughs> so, appears right. like that's going to have some context now in his yes. in the series. And coming, obviously right? he was working for Jabba in the original trilogy right. when he was hunting down Han. Correct. And brought yeah. him you know, to So we whatever. knew that part of right. it. But, I, but it felt like we had a, just a little bit more context about his personality and Right. Who he is. Like he's kind not of. kind of like the Mandalorian where he's basically like he was a he'd become at some point kind of a gun for hire type person, mm -hmm. but not necessarily a bad guy. You know, mm -hmm. he's not like in with the Empire, you know, like he's just more of like, hey, I go where the money goes. And sometimes I do some bad things, but, you know, kind of shades of gray kind of guy. Yep. You know, yep, 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 yep. maybe a little more on the darker side of the gray than the Mandalorian is, mm -hmm. than, you know, Dijarn or whatever it is, but not mm -hmm. quite that far. Mm hmm. Uh, Mark, what about you? What did, how did you feel about the the final batch of episodes for Mandalorian season two? Oh, I was like you. I was I was super excited. And it's good stuff. Yeah. The Immediately stuff. watched that scene of him coming down the hallway, killing things yep. like three or four times. Which was very reminiscent of Vader at the end of Rogue That's One, tearing yes. apart the, yes. the Republic troops. Yes. Uh, which I think is interesting because... Mandalorian to me feels more like Rogue One than any of the other films. Mm. Like, and that's part of why I love Rogue One so much because I think it's such a, 
it's a it's a down and gritty kind of Star Wars film. Like it actually is a war film. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's one of the things I like about it is it mm-hmm. feels like a war film yeah, and not battle. just yeah, right. not just a space fantasy kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of Mandalorian feels that way too. It's it's you know it's basically a you know kind of a samurai western western yeah. hybrid. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, kind of fusion kind of thing. You know, especially the the episode where they did introduce Ahsoka the Jedi. Uh, was totally like, you know, an Akira Kurosawa film, like the, you know, like the fortress or whatever. Absolutely. Like this, this lone Ronin yes. samurai yes. takes on an entire city, you yes. know, and, you know, right. is, you know, there to, to protect the, you know, the, the defenseless and, you know, and take down the evil, you know, the, the, the evil people that are ruling over the city. And that's essentially what that episode was. Which so. I thought was well done as well. Which, by the way, also there was a mention which again, huge for those of us that are part of the extended universe of Star Wars stuff. She's there because she's trying to get to a woman who is like the the magistrate of that town who is kind of ruling over that town. He's there to get she's there to get to her because she wants information. And the information she asked for, and it's just a brief end of the scene after they fight, is where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Now, for those of us who are in the know, one way back to extended universe days back in the early late 80s early 90s when the first books started coming out about Star Wars when we assumed there was never going to be any more movies. Yeah, right. Movies were done. The first series of books was a trilogy called the the Thrawn trilogy as it's come to be known, which is all about this this uh, admiral from the empire, one of the few non-human humans that that uh, the emperor allowed into, you know, the the greater empire and into the higher echelons of the empire coming out of the woodwork to try to put together an army of ships or whatever, you know, a fleet of ships to try to take out the New Republic before it gets off the ground, basically. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Amazing character. Everybody loved him. He's a great character. When Disney bought Lucasfilm, they wiped out all of that continuity, <laughs> but they decided to bring Thrawn in into the Rebels cartoon. Mm-hmm. And now there's a whole new series of books with him that are canonical now, and I'm assuming he's going to show up in this this new Ahsoka series at some point, too. Ah, yes. So, again, those of us that are in the know got very excited about that. Not only did we get to see Ahsoka, but we got a Grand Animal Thrawn reference, and we're all like, giddy. Yeah, really. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. A new big bad, because who else, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, All right, so uh, anything else that we want to talk about with Mandalorians? You know, what do we expect to see next? I I think we're probably another year off from another season. So what do we do now? Because he took Grogu and... So I guess the biggest biggest plot point that's left out there is at the end of that episode, he takes the Darksaber. That's true. Because he defeats Moff Gideon. That's true. And Bo-Katan had wanted the Darksaber because she's been trying to Mm -hmm. reclaim Mandalore for the Mandalorians and become queen there again, basically. Yep, yep. And whoever holds the Darksaber, basically, is supposed to be lead the Mandalorians. Mandalore. Mm -hmm. So she, but then she was very upset because he beat Gideon, he got the Darksaber, and he, like... (laughs) Even though he was like, no, just take it. Yeah, he wanted to give it to her, and she's like, no, I have to win it in battle. I have to take it from you. I can't just... Your dead hand. Right. (laughs) So I'm assuming there'll be some kind of tension around that, and we may get into more of, like, maybe, maybe the, you know, the reinvention of Mandalore, and, you know, I I feel like that's probably going to be the thematic element of the next season is maybe... Him yeah. rejoining with the Mandalorians again well, and, and trying to rebuild be, that society. There's going to be an ego play because I think that he does such a good job. His current character is, you know, massaging his ego where he needs it to be, right? But right. now he's going to be in this position where, well, no, you rule. So how's that going to play into his ego, which right, would right. typically not be something that he's comfortable with. Right. So is that what they're going to play with? I don't know. Could what be. do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do think it would it would provide a lot of, like, reprieve for us fans who love the Clone Wars and Rebels, because, I mean, I think that was the Bo-Katan and the, the learning the backstory behind the Mandalore and the Darksaber and all of that. Um, 
with such good context. But yeah, I mean, I the tension, I feel like you could just sense when, you know, he's like, yeah, here, just take it. And she's got this like really like, you know, not great look on her face. Like, oh, she's snap. not happy. About we kind of became yeah. friends and now I'm going to have to kill you. Right, right, and right. So this is awkward. <laughs> like, please don't take any hard feelings. Right. So, uh, yeah, um, I think that would be nice. I love the, all the the, you know, uh, advances and the Disney Plus shows that they keep putting out because I feel like it's literally just plot holes that I'm like, thanks for filling that because right. I had that was up to my interpretation for such a long time. But now, yeah, like awesome, yeah. so exciting. Yeah, I agree. Marco, what about you? Any well, any expectations or predictions? So, for have season? you seen some of the new images from Mandalorian three? Yet? No, oh. no, I wasn't where there Sebastian was. Sebastian Stan. <gasps> they, they have images of him playing Luke. That's a good. And so now the question is, are they going to do that or are they going to follow Luke some? Well, I knew there was people that were suggesting what? that he would be a good person to play a young Luke. Side you by know. side, they look pretty yeah, spot on. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. That's a good point because I can't imagine we're just not going to see Grogu again. Right. I like, mean, there's so much around him. Forget about the merchandise. Right. <laughs> now, like, it's like, I know that like this is not a show that's it's clearly not a show about Jedi. And I don't think they want it to be a show about Jedi. So I don't think we're going to spend a lot of time there. Mm -hmm. But I can't see any reason why he's, he wouldn't at least have maybe at least one episode where he goes and mm. meets up with him or visits him again or something. To I check would in expect on him. something like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, so is, we'll Grogu at, is Grogu at Luke's like school for where, young where Jedi's and then gets Kylo. murdered by Kylo Ren? <laughs> well, I mean, we're not going to go that Sad. far forward. So because this is what, five years after? True. I gotta the look at the trilogy. Map, yeah, the, the breakdown of when I think I think this I think Mandalorian and the and some of the the couple shows which we'll talk about in a moment that are going to be spinning off from Mandalorian are taking place in this five years after Return of the Jedi window, mm -hmm. but then the new trilogy, you know, the Force Awakens, all that stuff or whatever, Ray, that's like thirty years after, mm -hmm. so that's another twenty five years down the road. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine we're going to get into any of that. Like I could see maybe like a young Kylo Ren showing up at the Academy or something at the end of sure. an episode, you know, like yeah. as, mm -hmm. as a little teaser that you don't really know about, but yeah, mm -hmm. you know, or it's for the hardcore fans, but yeah, that's yeah. a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious also, like, are we, because I, I, I get the impression, you know, Dave Filoni, who was one of the masterminds behind the Clone Wars and Rebels cartoons, who is one of the executive producers and directors of the news of Mandalorian. And he's going to be taking on Ahsoka, um, maybe Knights of the Old Republic, at least some of the Knights of the New Republic, like some of the newer shows that are Just coming out. Just give him everything. <laughs> I mean, clearly he's, he, and I don't blame him for this. He's like, look, I did great stuff over here in these cartoons that I want to keep running with. And so clearly he's trying to build that universe into the real, you know, the live action Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I mean, I'm curious if he's going to do more of that in the next season or if that's more of like, okay, that's for the other shows now. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, hey, uh, before we do talk about some of these other new stuff, let's talk about Star Wars Visions. Dean, did you watch these? I watched one or two of them. Okay. Yeah. And Marco, I know you've seen them all. Sam, have you seen all of them? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. So good. So Star this Wars is Visions, yes. it is. It's it's a it's an animated series on Disney+. Plus. Mm -hmm. They're shorts of like maybe no more than 10 minutes each or so, 10 to 15 minutes each. Uh, and they're very anime. I'm not even going to say anime inspired. They are actually done by anime studios. That's it. So they reached out to some of the most popular anime studios Absolutely. in the world yeah. and basically said, hey, we want you to make a short based in the world of Star Wars, but not not uh, not necessarily bound by Star Wars canon. Like, Which I, I find all that very fascinating that they – to me, this is like such a departure right. from – Right. It's just, oh, here, go out there and, and you, you create the story. You would, do what, what you, you want think should be happening and yet the same, in the, at the Star same Wars time, universe. Almost every single one of them could still fit, I think. 
Like yeah. it doesn't necessarily contradict anything major. No, no, I'm, I'm saying it was fascinating that they allowed that to happen. Right, I mean, right. Because I guess they really didn't know it was going to come back, right? I mean, maybe they saw, anyway. It's like fan fictions of fan fictions. Sort of, had, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah. So, and, and here's the thing, like, you know, it's kind of makes sense because, you know, the anime style is obviously, you know, from, you know, out of, out of, you know, Eastern culture and Japan in particular, mm-hmm. which also heavily influenced George Lucas. Mm-hmm. You know, the original, again, I mentioned Kurosawa earlier, like Kurosawa's works and those, those films of, about samurais and, you know, Ronin and Rogue Warriors or whatever, all that stuff heavily influenced Star Wars. I mean, he, I think he originally, even before he ended up doing Star Wars, was trying to get a remake of one of Kurosawa's, I think the Last Fortress remade, mm. and couldn't get that done, so pivoted over to this space opera thing that he was working mm-hmm. on instead. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, Jedi and lightsabers and, you know, one man against the world and, and the forces of darkness, that kind of thing, all very familiar beats that he was playing with there. So it, it only makes sense that it comes back full circle when you go back to, hey, let's reach out to folks who make you know, that kind of cultural impact and this kind of cultural, you know, um, uh, pieces of entertainment and let them play around in this universe Mm -hmm. a little bit too. Mm -hmm. Um, Marco, I'll let you start here. What, um, what were your thoughts overall on visions and what, what were some of your favorite episodes? I really liked it overall. I think, um, I like the combination of the samurai and Jedi, which, which go really well together, obviously. Um, and I like the way some of the studios. I didn't like all of them. Uh, I I wasn't real keen on the whole. I forget which number it was. It was the Mega Man looking. <laughs> yeah, more like Astro Boy. I guess that's yeah, what they're playing. Astro Boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I reference Mega Man. Right. No, you're yeah, right. It's more, the same art style. Yeah, very similar um, art style. Wasn't real keen on that one. I thought that was a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the more realistic. Last Samurai kind of right. looking stuff. Like the Ronin one, the first episode. Yeah. Uh, got me hooked real fast. Yeah, I agree. I loved um, that. I think there was two episodes they did this in. One of them, when I know, was the, um, the one about the bride, like the bride, the village bride the or something like bride. that. Yeah. I love that one because at the end, the Jedi at the end, when she lights up her saber and it's totally a samurai sword, it's actually mm-hmm. got like the flat kind of samurai sword look mm-hmm. to it. I just thought that is so cool. Like, mm-hmm. why have we not seen something like this before? Oh, yeah. uh, the Ronin one was really good. The very first one, which they've actually even written a book now already about that character, like, you know, fleshing yeah. him out. And a that's bit the more. only one that I saw. And, and it, I thought it was really well done, but, right. but not, I didn't know what I was expecting, but not that. And right. it was, so it was kind of cool. And, and to your point, just the anime drawing in a completely, to me, a completely d- f- different flavor of what the Star Wars universe had typically been before. Yeah. Which I, I still find curious that, you know, that they enabled this to to occur. And and, and where do we go with some of these storylines now? Do we go anywhere? With I don't know. Of, I don't know that we do. Like, you know, that's the question. That's, that's a great question. Like, do are, you... are, they, are they using this as like a testing ground to see right. how fandom reacts to it? And then there's some, I, I don't know. Well, like I said, obviously they felt enough there was going to be enough interest in the Ronin episode that they'd yes. already commissioned a book to right. be written about that one. Yep. And I could see, yeah, I could see you following some plot threads with some of the others or just them being standalones and running off in whole new directions. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Sam? What, yeah. What's the idea? I, yeah, I totally, I totally think it's like, I would more oversee it as a standalone. I think a lot of the studios that put these like pieces together have such huge fan bases mm-hmm. everywhere. And so they thought, oh, cool. Like, let's take a stab at this. Let's see what we can, how we can paint this picture and, and kind of, attract more people to this like uh, star wars um like pop culture phenomena so i loved it i thought it was great um i actually i my favorite was the one about the elder um 
David Harbour was actually yeah. the master. Yeah. Like we're watching it and Chris is like, oh, this person's in this one, this person's in this one. Um, I thought it was great. Just the classic, you know, Padawan and the master kind of like vibe. But then there's this like rogue Sith maybe right, or something. Right. And he's like really deadly killing animals and people and things. Yeah. And like, we've got to take him down. Um, I thought, I mean, honestly, the the samurai Western thing was awesome. And I love how they did that in the first one. Um it, it was real cool. I mean, yeah, there's a book coming, but there's also T-shirts. We saw tons yeah, of yeah. like Ronin T-shirts like when we were in Disney, and I was like, whoa, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, and you're right. Like, it's not like I'm investing in it for too long. It was like maybe 15 minutes, right. if that. Like, mm-hmm. pretty, you know, easy just to watch while you're doing something else. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, we finished it a couple of weeks ago, and we've since watched it since then because it's just – like good, and we also noticed too several times. I think it was probably in each episode. Someone said, "I've got a bad feeling about this," and we were like, "There it is again! There it is again!" But right, right. Um, I think just in watching um, heavy spoilers videos on YouTube, or we watch a guy called Screen Crush who always like shows Easter eggs and like things that you watch, and there are so many nods back to like oh, yeah. Yoda saying this or right. or Annika doing this, and uh, you know it. It, it felt like a respectful nod in that direction rather yeah. than like a, a a completely separate thing that'll have mm-hmm. like a, a next season and next yeah. season, which it might right, right. because this was one, two, three, four. Five, it was, there were a few double ups, like Trigger did a few. Mm. And I know Studio or uh, Science Sorrow did too. So there were like five or six studios that um, designed these Episodes, so it would be really cool to hear from more right. and have like a second season in the future because that's just imagine you know, getting giving... Studio Ghibli to do one. Yeah. Of these. Oh, that would be awesome be with a great score or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I respected the the crap out of it. And yeah. yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, um, I I, I'll, I got more thoughts on on that and like what you can do next. You know, but we'll get to that in a moment. We talk about the future of Star Wars here. No. Uh, let's shift gears here real quick and talk a little bit about the book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the next Star Wars Disney Plus series. It debuts December 29th. Uh, it was teased at the end of The Mandalorian. If you stuck around through the credits, which you know, you're always supposed to stick around through the credits anymore, <laughs> especially at the end of a season of something or the end of a movie. Uh, at the end of the credits for season two, there was a scene where you saw Boba Fett show up at Jabba's Palace um, with Fennec Shand, uh, Ming-Na Wen, um, who, by the way, Mulan. is like, yeah, seriously. So she has been a Disney princess. <laughs> yeah. She's been a Marvel character, and now she's a Star Wars character. Like, is how do you? She, yeah. Like, oh, she's yeah. Disney. She is like literal Disney royalty. There's yeah. no doubt. Like, that's just she can 100%. Do no, wrong. No, no doubt. Uh, so she's a great character, too. Uh, so it shows the two of them basically showing up the palace. Bib Fortuna has been sitting in Jabba's throne running, I guess, the Empire. You know, his 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 you know criminal empire since he was killed mm-hmm. at the end of Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. or the beginning of Return of the Jedi, I suppose. Uh, and basically, they kill him, and Boba sits down at the table, and, you know, it seems like, hey, we're going to take over. Yeah. And then there's a little Book of Boba Fett card that pops up, you know, coming December 2021. So that is coming out at the end of the year. A trailer dropped for it. I sent it to you guys to check to check out. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the trailer really shows you a lot. No, it's I don't very know that light, we have much which is more fine. Information than what because you just gave us. yeah, because let's be honest. Again, it's Star Wars. You don't. Yeah. You could just say Star Wars coming this date. I go. All right, I'm there. <laughs> Well, here's what we know. I don't need to see anything more <laughs> right. about it. Yeah. The production value is going to be as good as Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. So as we know that yeah. out, of, out of the trailer. But I don't know that we have a lot more context, which is exciting, right? right. I mean, what are they going to explore? It just basically looks like he's planning on kind of taking over the that mm-hmm. at least piece of the criminal underworld, mm-hmm. which I'm curious because I don't know if you you probably didn't hear about this. Marco, you might have. Sam, you might have. Years ago, at one point, there was a series that was in the works called Star Wars Underworld. 
which was supposed to like dive just as it sounds into mm-hmm. the underworld of, of Star yes. Wars and the criminal syndicates and empires. That's I think Boba do. Fett was even rumored <laughs> to be part of that. Um, that was, you know, again, this was, this was, I think pre Disney, even, you know, like when there was just thoughts about what they were planning on doing, mm-hmm. this feels like maybe they're kind of picking up that thread of like, Hey, let's explore so. the seedier side. I thought in the trailer, the they kind universe. of overtly said that or, or, yeah. or made mention of it or whatever that it, that's going to be explored right. to a certain And it's degree. kind of interesting because again, Boba kind of feels like a bit of a gray area character mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And yet he's going to potentially be taking over the criminal underworld. So mm-hmm. it's, I think that could be interesting. Marco, yes. do you have any thoughts yeah. on this one there's not a lot of information yeah, out there yet really so i mean it it looks neat i'm a purist i love my jedis and my star wars <laughs> we talked about that last <laughs> yeah. year yeah so i don't think there'll be any jedi in this one i don't think there will either i'll still watch it and i'll still enjoy it for sure but right. it, it it's not going to get me nearly as excited as as the rumors of luke skywalker coming back right yeah. right you know? right Gotcha. I understand. That's Anybody cool. else? Sam, you got any extra thoughts on this one? Just that I'll be watching it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like you said, like Disney and and Star and, and and Lucas Films and everything, like they could put something out and it might not even super interest me. Right, but right. where am I going to be on Wednesday night or yeah. Friday night right, when it comes right. out? Yeah. Sitting right in front at of this TV. at watching. this point, <laughs> Disney Plus and with Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, Disney, all that stuff, it's it's the Futurama take my money meme yeah. just come to life. Like yeah. it's just all it is at this yeah. point. Yes, absolutely. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> How are you? Oh, it went up. Okay. I yeah. signed up when Disney Plus was introduced and announced. I signed up for three years from the start. Like oh, they had a three year package, deal, and I was oh. like, yeah, I got like a three year discount or whatever to sign up for the. Because you which, knew. I just knew. I'm just looking at it. Okay, it's going to be everything Marvels that going to be there. They own Star Wars now, and I have a small child. You know, I think he was maybe one at the time or something. You know, or just yeah. about to be one when they were introducing. It. I was like, we're going to be watching plenty of Disney. It's <laughs> yeah. all my favorite stuff, and it's going to be all his favorite stuff. Just here, take my money. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to need Disney Plus for at least yes, the next yes. three years and probably the next thirty years. Yes, you know, so yes. let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so speaking of which, you know, as we're looking forward here, as we mentioned at the end of last year, um, Disney Plus, Disney and Lucasfilm came out with this huge blitz of all the Star Wars stuff that they had in the works. And And there's been more announced. It's too long. It's It's insane. Now, some of this stuff has kind of gone by the wayside here, but, you know, and, and, you know, stuff will change over time as it always does. But basically, the stuff that we know is coming for sure. Uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which is already in production in filming, um, a tiny little teaser was released that not with any real footage. It, it was not actual footage from the show. It was just like production art and oh, really? an interview with Ewan McGregor. And when's this coming out? Uh, next summer oh. sometime. I don't think they've 22 given 22 or 23? 22. Okay. Um, it's not a specific date yet, just sometime in 2022. Got it. Um, I imagine we'll probably get a date soon. I wouldn't be surprised if like the end of the Boba Fett series maybe has a teaser for it I'm or, sure. you know, or provides a date or something for it. Do you think, when do you, when do we think it's going to start in his life? It's, oh, it's, it takes place between, I think it's a few, several, several years after the end of the Clone Wars okay. or after the end of you know, the prequel trilogy. Revenge. You're right. Revenge yeah. of Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, Somewhere in the gap between that and episode one or episode four, the New Hope. Yes. Got so it. it's he's been on Tatooine for Got a while. It. The mm-hmm. twins or Luke has been there with his foster family for a while, mm-hmm. and he's been you know he's hanging out there. And something happens. I'm going to assume something to pull him off world at some point for for a little while before he goes back and settles back in again. Mm-hmm. Um, it has already been confirmed. Hayden Christensen is returning as Anakin, yes. mm-hmm. which. 
opens up a lot of questions of like, does that mean flashbacks? Yeah. Uh, uh, him because like processing his new like body. Because like right, he got yeah. that in Rogue yes. One where he was like, oh, I got to go take this like bath for a little bit because my face yeah. melted off. Right. Because he is at this <laughs> so. point in the story, he is Darth Vader. He's no longer Anakin. He's right. Darth Vader. Yep. So, but obviously, I, I assume it will be. You but know, there's a lot to fill in there. Yeah, it'll alone. be some way like Obi Wan either just dealing with the consequences of that I'm assuming running across him maybe at some point again and mm-hmm. having some kind of confrontation mm-hmm. with him again, mm-hmm. because again we don't we don't know anything about that gap really. Between. We don't. We know very very little. At least that's canonical now. Mm-hmm. And we all we know is if you think back to the original trilogy, at one point. You know, Obi-Wan references him, or at one point when Vader senses him on the Death Star, he says, I haven't felt this since I was last in the presence of my yes. my old master. Yes. But there's no context for that. That could have literally been just a couple years before, for all we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like that because it, it opens that room for this mm-hmm. to for this for this to come out. Now, granted, yeah, we know very little. I'm fine with that. Again, take my money, I'll be there, I'll be watching. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I'm glad they're bringing Ewan McGregor back for it, you know, because, you know, he did a great job, I think, as Obi-Wan. But we so. have no idea how long that series is going to be. I, yes, actually, oh. I believe it's only six episodes. Oh. And that's it? So they're going to tell um, all this story in six episodes? They better be two hours it. each. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's going to be fairly short. Um, it's not here in this article I sent you, but in the um, uh, the little teaser video that came out uh, a few weeks back, I think they mentioned it's only six episodes. So it's a mm. fairly short one. I don't know. I don't know. We'll <laughs> um, see. But that's okay. I mean, you give me high production value and a one, you know, pretty succinct story. I'm okay with that. This this kind of fits into my my overall like not a beef that exists anymore. But I'm so glad we've in the streaming age we've stopped with this nonsense of 22 or 23 episodes oh, that the right. networks always yes, demanded exactly. for network television yes, 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 because yes. they needed to fill out an entire season. Yes. So that's why, like, you watch a show like like I'll go back and watch sometimes old shows mm-hmm. that had those 22, 23 episode seasons, mm-hmm. and there's so much junk filler in those. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. you oh, can yeah. tell they were just like. We don't really have anything this week. Gotta yeah. have a Halloween episode. Yeah, here's some dumb bottle <laughs> episode. <know>. Yeah, <laughs> let's just bring in a few cast people, write some stupid uh, concepts, some fan script or whatever they send in. We'll make an episode, sure, whatever. So there's not going to be an Obi Wan no. Halloween episode. <laughs> no, gosh, uh, Obi Wan goes trick or treating. Uh, oh no! Oh, that'd be hilarious. He dresses up as as Vader. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, okay, so that's that's definitely coming. Um, the, at least one of the next couple after that is going to be Andor, which is follows Cassie and Andor from Rogue One, mm-hmm. um, a prequel. Obviously, is you know, spoiler alert, didn't surprise, didn't yeah. su- didn't survive Rogue One. Uh, so there's been already some footage out about that. Some you know some production footage. That's going to be a movie though. No, that's no. a series. It's series. another Disney okay. Plus series. Um, so that's coming. We know that's going to be coming soon. Probably next year as well. Mandalorian season three. We don't know anything about it. Nothing's been unveiled about it. Probably the end of next year, I would imagine again. Uh, and the Ahsoka series is definitely in the in the works as well. Um, again, I know, need like extending when, her story. When are we going to fit her in with all this? And we're into twenty twenty three now. Easily, yes, that will probably be a twenty three. I would, I would, for certain, we get Obi Wan next year. I would imagine Andor is probably next year, and possibly Mandalorian three. You think? I think so. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, it, if you, I know you don't follow Marvel quite as much. But Marvel's basically doing this now. They're putting well, out true. three, four series a year now. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, on top of two or three movies, three to four movies a year as well mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So. I think they're following a similar model, but yes, Ahsoka's probably another another year and a half off or so. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic, which was also announced alongside Ahsoka, which again is another spinoff from Mandalorian. Um, 
is presumably on the way. That one's get, maybe got shooken up a little because the woman who plays Cara Dune was kind of booted out of Star Wars. Mm. Uh, so she's probably, she's not going to be in it. She was going to be one of the key um, the key figures. So I imagine that's still in the works, but nothing new about that. And then you've got a lot of other stuff that has been announced, but nothing, no more detail. The Acolyte, which apparently takes place during the High Republic days, so way, way, way back. Way back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and presumably has, and supposedly has a, a lead female character, um, who may or may not be a, someone on the Sith side of things? Uh, a Lando series, which, which I, to me is interesting. So, I, and my question about this is because do you do it with Donald Glover, right? Who played him in the solo movie, or do you, or maybe both, or do you do it with Billy D. Williams? Because there was, <laughs> if you at the end of Rise of Skywalker, there's like all these little dangling threads they threw out there. Yes, and one of them was like him talking to I cannot remember the woman's name, but like one of the characters that they found on the planet where the Death Star mm-hmm. crashed down, mm-hmm. the second Death Star, Endor, um, outside of Endor, basically, yeah. like on the planet that Endor, I guess that is Endor yeah. itself, yeah, the, yeah. Pla- the planet mm-hmm. Endor, and. They had mentioned, like, you know, I don't know where I'm from. They'd been former stormtroopers, I guess, maybe at some yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. They didn't know where they were from. And he's like, well, let's go find out, you know, Lando yeah. says at the end. So are we going to p- pick up on that thread? Do we flashback? Do we have a little both, maybe? I don't know. Because I think I think most people would want to see Donald Glover as yeah. Lando yeah. more at this point than Billy yeah. D. Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I could see you maybe doing a little bit of both in some way. Like having what's something the- where he's helping them on their quest, but then there's flashing back to his younger days. Yeah, like what's the plot too? Because I know he was mm-hmm. doing pretty like skeezy stuff with, with, with Han. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, mm-hmm. not that we're going to go like full crime syndicate like maybe Boba Fett is right, doing. Right, But, you know, are they just like doing spice runs or something? Yeah, smuggling like, what, stuff. Like, yeah, just, yeah. Minorly, what mischief yeah. do deals. they get into? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So Space a drugs. lot of a lot of possibilities there, uh, and so now all this stuff we've been talking about so far has all been Disney Plus TV series. So on the film world, we are kind of out in no man's land right now. So the biggest announcement had been that Patty Jenkins, director of Wonder Woman, and she did some of the Twilight movies too, didn't she? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Did she? Uh, who Patty Jenkins? Patty yeah. Jenkins. Yeah, I, I think, think she so. did. One of them, maybe. One of the mm-hmm. first ones or something. Mm-hmm. Um, she was going to do a Rogue Squadron movie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not really sure when it was going to be based. I don't think they'd officially announced that, but presumably post-Return of the Jedi. Uh, and then Ryan Johnson, who directed The Last Jedi, you know, the controversial Last Jedi, <laughs> you know, we all have differing opinions about here. He was going, he had been set up to do a trilogy as well. Uh, but, a trilogy, not just one. Right, right. a trilogy, mm-hmm. right. Um that has all been shelved, apparently over creative differences. Oh. Which is Disney's way of saying, like, hey, we have a specific thing we wanted you to do, and, and you didn't. you're trying to go in your own direction, yes. and we don't like that. Yes. So both of those projects have, have been shelved indefinitely, which means they will probably never wow. happen. The only film that's currently still supposedly in the works is one by Taika Waititi, who is most notable these days for doing the last Thor movie uh, and the next Thor movie that's coming out as well. Um so uh, right now, like there's, we have no Star Wars on the big screen in the future for at least, I'd say three to four years, probably at this yeah. point yeah. Uh, from, from what, from where we are. Cause if, if Rogue Squadron was going to be 23, like, you know, and the, the time it takes to get a production together and assuming we've shelved that and there's nothing else that's really being worked mm-hmm. on right now mm-hmm. actively, we're looking at 25, 26 before we even see another Star Wars film on the big screen. Um, before we, before we dive then further into that, um, I'm just curious from all of your points of view, like, what are you, what are you excited about with the new stuff coming? What are you most looking forward to? What are you most interested in? What are your thoughts about so much new content coming? Marco, you haven't spoken in a while. What do you, what do you got here? I'm not 
sure anything super exciting yet. Uh, especially going go when when you say it like that, and that there's there's no movies for the foreseeable future, right? Like, and I'm sure it's a uh, strategic move on Disney's part to, I don't know, maybe put some distance, yeah, put between a the distance. Skywalker saga. It it definitely appears what they're doing because of the controversy that Ryan started. And I know that was his whole thing. That's what he wanted to do. Right. Uh, I fell on the side that I didn't agree with him. Okay, cool. But now, like, if you're going to put some distance between it and try to make me forget about all that stuff and then start fresh with a new storyline or I don't know what you're going to do yet. So there's a lot of things that I'm interested in seeing, but I'm not super excited. The about series don't now. excite you as much as more movies would at this point. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm a film guy. I, I think you can tell a better story. Okay. In a film. Oh, man. I think just the opposite. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, what, what do you guys but, think? But, but that's the, the, a little bit of the change that's going on. But anyway, yeah. What you got? Any extra thoughts on all the I, new stuff? I think coming? it'd be too hard to pick back up with a new storyline. Like just you, three new movies somewhere else, like just brand new characters and stuff like that, or even a build on of that. And I, I disagree with you, Marco. I, I think the shows can be, you know, I mean, like, we're just getting plot holes filled. Context clues are just being, like, added. And right. so I love that because, you know, oh, let's tuck this in here. Let's tuck this in there. And, you know, films are definitely great, and I miss going to movie theaters. I cannot wait to go to one <laughs> to just, like, sit there and, like, be with people and, like, hello. Um, you can in the metaverse, but anyway. Oh, shucks. Okay. There you go. There's yeah. the future. True. Throwback to last week's episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> funny um but no just to smell like the crappy right. smells yeah i can't the wait for that right. can't wait for that oh gosh yeah um but i think yeah disney definitely saw the value of shows and they're just you know people are streaming people are right. oh i'm gonna buy this package didn't know there were packages but that's awesome right uh so just more shirt and the merch and the stuff that comes out of it and like I, you know from a marvel perspective they did so well what we've had four shows already in yeah. 2021 and I mean, you would just see like the Loki show happened and then in Disneyland that next week, they've got a whole new slew of actors that are being Loki and there's yep, merchandise yep. and, you know, the, the 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 profit they made on all of that. So there I think they just see the value more now of shows. And I see it, too, because, you know, who knows how long is it the Omicron variant now? I mean, am I going to be inside for another like year? I need something to watch. I'll have More something to, to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love the fact that they're filling in the holes too. I love the series. I think that, you know, I'll be all in. I'm most excited about Obi-Wan, obviously Mando three. I mean, come on. Yeah. Got to watch that. And then the Ahsoka, you've, you've convinced me that that oh, is yeah. going to be like, that's maybe the one I'm most excited about. Which is good considering down. you don't have much context for her. I don't, like, I don't. I need yeah. to, I do need to get her to try to give you like a, I don't know, primer on Ahsoka for the cartoons to watch sometime. Yeah. Because like, it's, it is worth it to understand. And I, granted, I have a feeling the series will, they, you know, because they're not going to go into this series being like, well, we've assumed you've all watched the cartoons. <laughs> go watch what seven seasons of Clone Wars well, and three to. seasons of Rebels. They have to play to right. somewhat like people They'll, like me if they right. want the brand to continue which, and have context. Hayden has been also confirmed as being in the Ahsoka series as well, mm -hmm. which that I assume will have to be flashbacks mm -hmm. so that you can have that context, context of like, there you go. because Mandalorian gives you no context for her whatsoever. Mm -hmm. No. Those of us that know her were like, yes. Mm -hmm. But outside of 
that, you just you, she's just some cool Jedi that showed up with two lightsabers and kicking butt. But what I think that they've done a really good job in, even for those that don't know, I mean, the story is just seamless, right? And the the production, the right. story value is there. It's interesting to see if the, whether or not they'll be able to keep that high value, number one, right. and keep the integrity of the canon, I guess, of what is a Star Wars story moving forward when you have all these different things that you're trying to create. Yeah. Maybe Marvel can get away with it, but Star Wars, I feel like, is under a different lens right. when it comes to the fandom and, and how this is going to be now orchestrated and how the stories are told. Yep. They're yep. going to have some flops along the way, right? Probably. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, how will the, how will the, how will people react to that? But anyway, I'm excited in general. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because I think it's just, it's really well done, easy to get absorbed yeah. into. So let's get into the last part of the conversation here. This kind of picks up on a thread you and Marco and I were talking about a couple weeks ago when we were talking about some of this stuff being announced, and yep. in particular, the, the movies that have been scrapped, mm -hmm. which is, is you know, I, I'm starting to wonder, like, is the future of Star Wars going to be actually these streaming series? Like, is the movie still—let's be honest, we're, we're going to see more Star Wars movies. That's inevitable, but I think what we is kind it? of hinted. Well, I, right. yes, okay. No one, they're not gonna, they're not gonna run away from that. But I think what we've kind of hinted at here, and the bigger issue, and maybe more so than any other franchise. And Marco, you you kind of hinted this yourself when you said earlier, "Hey, I like basically I like my Star Wars with Jedi's in it." You know, that's mm -hmm. that's my preference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the general consensus is that probably is the expectation as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm a believer that, and I mentioned this on last year's Star Wars episode, that Star Wars can be a place. Yes. It can be this it's world that yeah. you can tell, like the Mandalorian, you can tell a samurai Western story mm -hmm. in the context of Star Wars. And mm -hmm. yes, some Jedi showed up because people want the Jedi to show up. But there are other episodes, there are other shows coming that probably won't. You know, like we mentioned, Book of Boba Fett, probably not going to be any Jedi in that. There mm -hmm. might be a reference, probably not any Jedi. But there's still a connective tissue to the original trilogy. I'm at the point where I'm okay with Star Wars stories that have nothing to do with anything we've ever seen in Star Wars before. It's just a place. I'm okay with just, you've got a couple movies that are over here in this corner of the universe where it's got familiar stuff. We're familiar with multiple planets and different aliens and blasters and starships. We get, we understand the fundamental like physics of Star Wars mm -hmm. and you can tell a story within that. It could mm -hmm. be a love story. Mm -hmm. It could be you know, a, a Western, another type of Western story, a traditional Western. It could be anything, you know. Something, yeah, right. It could be, a you know, a, a drama, you know. It could be just a dramatic series, you know, about, you know, life, life on the rim, you know, kind of thing. Like, there's no reason why you couldn't do that. But I also acknowledge that it's going to be very hard to make that happen in film. Ah, uh, yes. Because there's yes. so, there's such a high level of expectation from not just the fan base, mm -hmm. but just an audience in general. Because I, this is what I kind of mentioned to you, you know, when we were talking about this before, is you can't make a Star Wars movie that's not expected to make a billion dollars That's at this true. Point. This is true. Yeah. If you do, it's considered a failure. Failure, yeah. It mm -hmm. could be the number 10 highest grossing movie of all time, and people would still go, mm -hmm. Yeah, could have been better. You know, could have done more <laughs> if you'd just done this or that. Right. If you'd had right. a Jedi pop up, it could have been better. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I worry that there's that kind of constraint which keeps them. But from, I don't, I don't know. From maybe doing that's that. being mitigated a little bit through these series. That's my know? expectation. That's right. my hope is maybe that this kind of puts us a new path. And I know Marco, you'd kind of say, well, maybe they at some point take these. Or maybe you said it take one of these series and evolve it into a movie. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they can ever really do that either because again, 
You have that expectation well, that somebody's been watching one of those But I'm going to connect the dots into your Nirvana. Like, well, let's say Lando on one of his spice runs goes to a you know a part of the universe that we don't know. Right. And now we can explore that part. And the only connection is this spice run that was done or something like but that. But I guess, yeah, I guess if the if the, the series and the stories was compelling enough that people wanted more. Oh, because let's be, that's kind of what Marvel's well, trying to do. Like, road, yeah. Marvel hit this point where they're like, all right, we've told all these movie stories. We've got you to follow us through 20 plus movies already to tell this massive story. We're kind of shifting into a new era of it. And this is, I think, where Star Wars is at, too. Like, look, mm-hmm. Skywalker saga is done. Mm-hmm. We're done with this. Mm-hmm. We may have some touch points along the way. But at this point, I don't think I don't I don't want to see another Skywalker film. I don't care about the Skywalkers anymore. That story's <laughs> over. I want something where a character doesn't appear that is somehow related to someone who was in the original trilogy. Like, oh, that was that happened to be Luke Skywalker's so nephew's grandsons. You can't be done with it. At I'm this not point. saying done. I'm saying done with a story that has to be like utterly related. Like, okay, let's oh, say this. Okay. What All if right. what if Mandalorian? You got to a point where the Mandalorian was revealed as being Han Solo's younger brother that you never heard about. I would have been pissed. Gotcha. If yeah, you had done better. that, I would have been like, screw this. <laughs> Why did it have? Why it. did he have to be related to him? Uh, I'm fine with Luke showing up to yeah, save yeah, yeah. the day and right. taking Grogu. That yeah. was fun. That was cool. It made but, for a good story, right? Yeah. I don't, but I don't want the main character to somehow be tied into this other storyline that's been happening that's across the universe. That's fair. And just coincidentally, he happens to be related to somebody. <laughs> that's that was one of my big beefs with the new trilogy in general yes, yes, and where they yes. ended things in Rise of Skywalker. I'm just right. like. And it was part of why, you know, we had this discussion last year. Like, I liked The Last Jedi because I liked the idea of being like, you know what? New force wielders and new Jedi can appear that have nothing to do with these other idiots that we've seen already. Mm-hmm. They can just happen because the force is out there and it's this powerful thing that if someone can tap into it, they can right. be a Jedi even yep. if their bloodline isn't connected to yeah. a Skywalker or a Palpatine or whoever, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of where I whole midichlorian thing, you know, that <laughs> yeah, they don't have yeah. that in their blood. Which, by the way, if you notice, like in Mandalorian, they did kind of reference. They talked about M count. Yes, they M never count. said midichlorians, but they that's mentioned right. it. Yes. And I was one of those things where I'm like, I heard him say it, and I go, mm. now for some reason, midichlorians pissed me off when you introduced them in the prequels. But you saying M count and just kind of making this vague reference to it, a little better, didn't bug me as much. Yeah, a little better. Okay. I still think it was weird, but didn't bug me as much. <laughs> Sam, yeah. how's your M count? Oh, low, yeah. low. <laughs> Wait, who do you think is the highest M count in this room? Uh, you. Me? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You think I'm most likely to have tapped into the force? Well, yeah. If I started, oh, if no. you started levitating me, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Marco would be over there. Stay tuned for the next temples. episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marco would have force choked us yes, like 20 exactly. episodes ago. A lightning, lightning everywhere. <laughs> there would be one of those days when we were goofing uh, off and not getting started on time or running yes. over. He would have. He'd like we'd be running over the hour mark, and he'd just be there, just instead yeah. of instead of doing his usual like that in the background, he'd be just, like, just choking like that's it for the Tech Connect podcast. Her budget didn't get approved. Maybe, maybe. Uh, All right, do you guys have any other thoughts about like what's next in the Star Wars land? Like, do we? Well, you, you know, what your expectations talking, are? You you were talking about the spinoffs and and the shows and the smaller shows. I think that's a good idea, and I think those can tell really good micro stories. I think they need to be really careful that we don't get another Ewoks. Mm. Um, and, True. And try to we're do. We're not against Ewoks. We're, we're, I think Sam nothing loves against the Ewoks. The Ewoks <laughs> just that we don't get this completely random, force-fed, right kind of thing. Well, that's what well, I'm saying. Well, I that's yeah. you know it's interesting because somebody's mentioned before, like who is the Kevin Feige of 
Star Wars. Kevin Feige is the mastermind behind the Marvel Dave Cinematic Filoni. Universe. I think that's probably it. Yeah. Or John Favreau, depending on which one yeah. you want to, yeah. because they both kind of work together on Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But I, yes, I agree, because I, th- I think you need a bit of a guiding hand, and especially now that Lucas is out of the picture, because Lucas's guiding hand clearly was not it. It's it was kind of part of the problem for a while. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, and we, I, again, we talked about this last year, like all respect to the man. Like I have to revere him because he created this universe that we, we're having a whole freaking podcast about star right. Wars for a reason, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but understanding that maybe we've reached a point where we need some kind of guiding force that is holding this all together and has a, has something of a vision that, you know, you can, like you can kind of put at the top of things. And you're right. I think Dave Filoni might be it, but we haven't really established that yet. I don't know. It's either that or are we going to crowdsource it from here on out? You I don't know. know. I just just did. I was like, I crowdsourcing could be okay, but I worry if you do that, you, I don't know, because there's a, there's a place where I think like, like Star Wars Visions, for instance, mm-hmm. the fact That's that that saying. is That's so disparate so... and dis- disconnected yes. and yet works so well, because I watched all of those and even the ones I didn't like as much as others, I'm like, I think it's just so cool that somebody got to come in here that's and play with this universe. That's my point, that they do were something able to, fun. it was a sandbox. Right. That they were like, okay, just go play. But that's just it. I worry, like, I, I, I like that is something that can only exist, like, in a streaming series. No. I Like, you're never going to get people to sign off on a movie where no. someone just says, hey, go that's play right. in the Star Wars play, sandbox that's right. that's and right. do what you want. Yeah. That's what I think, you know, Ryan Johnson tried to do mm-hmm. and kind of got, you know, shot out of the water for it. You know, but there's a little bit of brilliance in the crowdsource that they pick out the gems that, that are connected. Yes, I agree. And then develop off of those. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, so we'll see. I don't we'll know. See. You know, I mean, I'm fine with where we are right now. I'm, I'm looking forward to all these shows. None of these shows, maybe the Lando show is the only one where I'm just like, eh, you know, like, but I'm mm-hmm. sure a trailer will come out and I'll get all excited. It's probably because I didn't like the solo movie that much. So I'm yeah. not kind of indifferent to that. I would but, rather watch a movie about Chewbacca. <laughs> Well, I think that I would be a good you. movie. <laughs> the I would Wookiees. rather not understand anything they're saying. That would be awesome. The entire movie. There's no subtitles. Yeah. It's yeah. just like yeah. it's yeah. just it's a foreign film with no subtitles, basically. <laughs> no dub. <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, I think that'd be fun. Uh, all right. Any other thoughts before we conclude here? No, but I'm a little I'm a little down now that like Disney is taking over and not doing films. They're, they're kind of got shelled. I mean, they're going to do films. They're just. So does that mean Disney's still going to be the overlord? Oh yeah. The whole thing? yeah. This is Disney's property now. Yeah, like, I understand. But they're, you know, they're, they've but got still. they've got all the things in their sandbox now. All right. Fair so, enough. Yeah. We'll see what happens next. All right. Hey, before we wrap up here, I want to, as always, thank our sponsors, Elo Epson, Honeywell, and Zebra. Once again, you didn't expect a Star Wars. Yeah, you should have expected a Star Wars episode. Come on. Yeah, by now. We're, I'm just going to warn. We're doing this every year. If you're signing on, you're signing on for at least one Star Wars episode That's every right. single year. Sorry. You just are. Yeah. Hopefully you like it. Uh, but I'm also going to throw out, once again, our challenge to our listeners. We need topics. Dean and I can come up with plenty of stuff. Our sponsors help us find some topics. But... You know, we do. Um, we're doing like forty odd episodes a year. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, but like, we want to know what's happening out in the in the real right. world, right? We want to hear from you. If you're listening, if you're watching, if you're a regular, mm-hmm. are there topics you want to hear about? Is there stuff that what we, do we haven't need to covered? Explore? What do we need to do a little yeah. mini series on? Are yeah. there topics that we got into last year that we never, you know, got back around to? That you want to hear more about? Mm-hmm. Um, are there some of our hardware manufacturers or software partners you'd love to hear from? What do you want to hear? And the challenge is, if you tell us what you want to hear, you can get some free stuff out of it. I mean, you, basically, you just got to type an email or a tweet to us, and you get something for free. Tell them what they could win, John. They can get, <laughs> if we pick your idea and use it on the show, we'll give you $100. Yes. Bing. Easy money. Easy money. I mean, just give us a good idea. 
like legit. Yeah, a yeah. legit good idea. Yeah. Now, I mean, if you send me one that says like you know do five episodes about Star Wars, be like, yeah, really. Ching ching ching. Sure. I'll give you five hundred dollars. Well, we have to look. The people said it. Yeah, it's what they wanted. Right, yeah, it's what they wanted. This now. This is now a Star Wars podcast. Uh, <laughs> tell us what you want. We'll give you a hundred dollars for that. If we don't take your idea, simply for giving us a suggestion. Yep. We will give you a Tech Connect podcast T-shirt that you can wear proudly. Yes, yes. so you can show everybody that you listen to a podcast they've never heard of. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's what you get here. Uh, so you get a, a T-shirt, never regardless, and potentially potentially a chance to get eight hundred dollars. So please send us our, your ideas. Uh, you can tweet at us at Tech Connect Pod. You can also email us Tech Connect at bluestarinc.com. All right, hey, let's wrap things up here. Uh, what's tech connecting with you? Yep. Uh, last year we picked like our favorite piece of tech, I think, from Star Wars. Yep. Um, let's let's do a little something different. Let's reminisce about Star Wars merchandise because as we oh. s- sat here yes. with our lightsabers playing with them, well, yes. Dean's playing with one of mine, but yeah. Uh, we obviously like Star Wars merch. If you're a Star Wars fan, at some point. You have had Star Wars merch. Yeah, it's I, like it's one of those How things. It's almost impossible not to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're in any, even I think even casual Star Wars fans are probably had some kind of Star Wars later merch at some point. Yeah, some sort. So yeah. I want you to think back and think about what is some of your favorite merch from Star Wars you've had over the years. But, Sam, but, I'll let you start this yeah. one. Oh gosh, I mean, obviously the lightsabers, but um, I don't know. I mean, definitely like going back to my origin story of. <laughs> Star Wars fandom. <laughs> um, my brother had like all the Lego sets. Like, yes. the, we never got like the Millennium Falcon, but mm. we had a lot of the setup and right. the little guys that we would take places and lose, and right. you know, had to get a replacement piece or whatever. So, and I think as as kids and and well, I mean, I was like a teenager, but it was still fun to play with. That. And Legos are still cool. I mean, when we went to Disney, Chris was like, "Can we go to the like? Can we go to the?" And I was like, yeah, 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 of course, obviously. I totally want to go there, too. Um, So that's, yeah, that's, I think Legos, that's probably my fave Star Wars. Gotcha. Yeah. And Legos are still super relevant. Oh, Oh, yeah. My daughter, my 10-year-old Well, you can buy those, like, 10,000-piece sets now of, like, the Death Star and Star Destroyers. Yeah. Just printing money. Here's $300 for you. (laughs) Oh, because I just did it the other, she's into Harry Potter, so the whole Harry Potter world we're building. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, like, $120 for a 1,000 pieces, and she's done in, like, three hours. Oh! It's just there now. Yeah. Right. For this thing that you just look at. Yeah. But but anyway, that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I can't wait until my son gets like he's not into Lego Legos yet because it's still a little too small for him. I think you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, when he does, like I'm gonna find every excuse I can to to bust <laughs> one of those out for you know Christmas sometime or something. You're like, well, well, honey, I you know he loves Legos and he loves Star Wars. <laughs> we gotta get this Star Destroyer, Clearly. and then we'll spend hours in the basement putting it together. <laughs> He'll have actually wandered off to go watch something else. You're still there. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, childhood. Childhood relived. Yeah. I'm going to reminisce a little bit okay. more. I'm going to go way back because the first toy that I had coming out of Star Wars was the land speeder. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I have a, I have a, you know, I found nice, one nice. online. Did not it have is, that, but I like it. It's yeah. the land speeder that's got, you know, it's got Luke and Obi-Wan in there. We got a stormtrooper. You got C-3PO and R2. But those but, figures didn't come in the box. It, figures uh, not included. I guarantee you they weren't included. Okay, maybe they maybe weren't. Luke. I don't know. All I, I can remember though. is playing with this thing, right? And because I don't, I don't remember like an X-wing or anything did, like that. Did you sit there I and look at it because and kind of disappointed because it didn't hover off the ground, right? Dun, dun. <laughs> You're just holding it up. Going, 
<laughs> no, because my imagination was going, dude, that thing went everywhere. Right, right. All over the place. And I'm pretty sure I had an at-at as well. Oh, I think those, man. those came out. Chada was at, so much better than mine. <laughs> yeah. I had a TIE now, fighter. Like, now, when I was a little bit older, right, we started blowing them up with, like, uh, uh, firecrackers and stuff like that. So it may have, because there was this weird time Imagine how much life. money you could have right now if you weren't blowing up those toys. 100%. Yeah. But Evil Knievel and right, getting right, that whole right. thing, and then you mix in some Barbies, and it's it's boys with lighters, and it, it gets yep. really bad really soon. But anyway, uh, that I played with immensely, and so nice. yeah, I wish I, I do wish I still had that thing. Gotcha. That would have been kind of cool. Anyway, Marco, what about Mar- you? Yeah, what'd you have, Marco? Uh, I I won't go quite as far. I do have some old stuff that I could talk about, but one of the more recent things that I really like are the pops. Oh, like yeah. the Funko Pop stuff? Yeah, the Funko yeah. Pops. Um, I got a Chewbacca one recently that is nice. felt. Oh, and I was like, cool. oh, this is the coolest thing ever. I'm scared to get into Funko Pops. I'm worried that it's, that it's going to be an addiction. Yeah. 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 It is. And, and it's one of those things, like, if I started getting too many of my wife, would be like, what do you think you're doing? What, why do we have another one of these? Where are you going to put these? Yep. It, yeah. And it quickly will be. Yeah. I don't want to. Well, I was just showing you earlier before we went on the uh, the Luke from the Mandalorian Funko Pop that's yeah. coming out in February with like a glowing lightsaber. It looks ridiculously cool. Yep. So, uh, okay, let's see. For me, I mean, I, I kind of have to start with the lightsabers because yes. this is like the culmination of yes. like my fandom right here. Yes. Like yes. getting to go to Galaxy's Edge at Disney World and getting to make my own lightsaber. Like that that event I told you about. It, like I I if you can if you're a Star Wars fan and you can do it at some point. It's a little pricey. It's pricey to go to Disney World for one thing, yeah. and then to go make your own lightsaber. It is an experience. If you are a Star Wars person, it is an experience unlike anything it's else. It's on the bucket list. Yeah. right? like I admit, like it's one of those things. At when I held my lightsaber up for the first time and turned yeah. it on, uh-huh. like I could, like there was the glaze was happening in my eyes. Like you know, <laughs> like I was looking at everything through a little mistiness. You know, Yoda's voice is coming on. Like can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, I had plenty of the toys back in the day. Like, I, like I said, I think a Tie Fighter might have been the best like ship that I ever got. Mm-hmm. My parents, you know, didn't didn't have a lot of money. They bought me a lot of the action figures, but I didn't have a lot yeah. of the you know the actual vehicles and stuff yeah but one thing i did want to call out here though is when the prequels came out in starting in 99 i was working in retail at a bookstore at the time i think i've referenced that before on the show and so of course you know just like you know a new star wars means new merchandise so beyond the toys there was boatloads of all kinds of books that came out tie-in novels you know, books, you know, the technical manuals, uh, <laughs> behind the scenes stuff, children's books, you name it. There was tons of books. Well, man, they went all out for this. I guess at the time, the publisher probably Bantam, I think maybe it may have been Del Rey. I don't remember who was publishing at the time. They would send all kinds of cool stuff to to merchandise their books. Mm-hmm. And the best things ever was for the for the first, I think, for episode one, they would send full size cardboard that you had to build three-dimensional cardboard droids. Yeah. Oh. So we got multiples of these. Okay. So they found their way into my apartment. I was about to say, yes. Right. So there was the the actual, like, just the fighter droids, like the the standard, you know, the clone, not the clone, um, the Trade Federation droids or whatever, like the walking dumb droids or whatever in in the prequel movies. One of those, and it was literally like, it just came on like sheets of about 20 or 30 sheets of hard cardboard that you had to like punch out 
it took like hours to put mm-hmm, together, mm-hmm. fold it all together, and build this joy that stood on a pedestal, and nice. then had like had like you know a, 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 underneath of it a you know a container to put books in to you uh-huh. know, to, <clears throat> to show off the books. Yeah. Well, we got one for the store. And I put it up in the front window. I'm like, this is awesome. And then they sent us another one. I'm like, that one's coming home with me. <laughs> And then they sent us another one for the battle droids, the rolling battle droids, yes. the ones that roll up into yes. a ball and roll yes, around yes, or whatever. Yes, yes. And we had no room for that, so I'm like, that one's coming home with me too. So I literally for to you this know, day, do you have them? No, I don't anymore. Unfortunately, oh. like they, it's the kind of thing like they wouldn't survive moves very well. Yeah. Like it was, you know, like if you try to move it too much after you build it, it started yeah. falling apart. Yeah. And uh, so my first apartment is at the same time I, I had my first apartment, and of course, you know, it was all nerded out. You know, right. didn't have a girlfriend at the time, and you know, so no one was there to tell me no, <laughs> oh. <laughs> not let me do this. So I had these droids in my apartment for a long oh. time, and I do remember when I was when I finally moved out of that apartment probably five six years later and i knew i just didn't have like i knew the the battle droid wasn't going to make it with me so we ceremoniously before i left i was living on the top floor of the apartment like threw it off of the top floor (laughs) balcony because it was the easiest way to get it outside and then take it to the trash anyway so Uh, but man those things were just cool it was just something cool that like you couldn't just go buy them in a store like yeah absolutely you know it was it was my little insider you know from my job to be able Mm -hmm. to take something home like that with me so that (laughs) was a that was a a star wars thing that i will always remember having so (laughs) all right uh that does it for us uh i hope you enjoy this episode if you're not a star wars fan i'm assuming you're not still hanging around uh, unless you just love to hear our voices. Uh, if you are, I hope you enjoy this conversation. We will do this again next year, I promise. Yep. We'll probably be talking about more, you know, of the new stuff that's happened since then. Uh, so uh, next week, we're going to be back with our last episode of this year. It's our year in review wrap up. Uh, so come back for that. And then we're going to take a little bit of time off to finish off the year. But thank you so much for watching. Until next time, may the force be with you and stay connected. Elo is bringing decades of touchscreen experience to the palm of your hand. Introducing the M50 handheld mobile computer, an enterprise-grade Android device built for efficiency and connectivity. With a 5.5-inch HD touch display, integrated 2D barcode scanner, Android 10 OS, and a rugged design for commercial use, the M50 is ready to seamlessly integrate via EloView or the MDM of your choice. Long battery life, quick charge, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, or 4G communications, and plenty of accessories make the M50 a bold new choice for enterprises like warehousing, retail, healthcare, delivery, and more. To learn more about the M50 now in stock and ready to ship, check out the link in the show notes or contact Blue Star's ELO team. Introducing the RFD40 UHF RFID SLED, Zebra's latest flexible RFID offering with superior read performance. Compatible with the latest and future Zebra mobile computers, the RFD40 delivers industry-best read performance at 1300 plus tag reads per second, an optimized read range, and an increased 7000 mAh battery capacity that decreases time spent on cycle counting and inventory. Workers can change the SLED and mobile computer at the same time and easily switch between different mobile devices. The state-of-the-art RAIN RFID SLED has durable drop specs, optimal battery performance, and the superior ergonomic design you've come to expect from Zebra. Check out the link in the show notes for more info on this budget-friendly, future-proof solution.